0: Welcome to the family with Doug Spinto and Andy Bernard. That was a real voice, by the way. The other <laughs> voice he uses is fake. fake. We will be right back, kick things off with the family.
1: I am here. Uh, we've been talking about this on the morning show. I want to talk about it here for a moment. We need two things. We need used cars. If you have a late model used car that you would like to sell us, we are many times able to pay up to Kelly Blue Book Excellent. Uh, if you, so if you have an extra car, if you have parents that can no longer drive, I'm just I'm going through this with my mom right now, actually, in Arizona. And we also need people to sell cars. Business is really, really good, and we are hiring people with people skills. You don't have to be an automotive expert. We can teach you the car stuff. That's pretty easy. You just need to bring the interpersonal skills to the table, and we can take care of everything else. Paid training, it's a salaried position, so it's not a eat-what-you-kill kind of thing. For more information, please reach out to me at Doug at Walzer.com.
0: There you go, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. It- Life's been good to me so far.
1: I love Joe Walsh.
0: I do too. He's got a hell of an attitude. Have you
1: ever heard him talk?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Now
1: he's been sober for twenty some years. Doesn't and sound he like still it. Still sounds like he's completely hammered.
0: Those guys, to tell you the truth, the Joe Walsh mm. Sammy Hagar, those guys really nice guys. Yeah. Really nice guys.
1: I saw a video of him and who was the it was the Great great grandson of Hank Williams, I think.
0: I'll have to look it up. The great great grandson of Hank, yeah, Williams. he's like
1: a four year old kid, and they're doing a Joe Walsh tune oh, together. Oh, yeah,
0: that's what I, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. How sad is that? When you look back, Hank Williams died at what 24, 27? I
1: think he was in the 27 club, or maybe close to club. 30. I can't remember.
0: He died. was 29, 29, okay. so he just missed it. But 29 years old, died from alcoholism, like overabundance of alcohol in the back of a limousine. Mm-hmm. Then I saw his son for the first time, Hank Williams Jr., I, uh, when I was working for Capitol Records. So that's, man, that's 40 years ago, yeah, almost. Hell of a performer, and I'll never forget. We was at Northrop Auditorium. I was covering the show for Capitol. And he got such a big round of applause that he dropped to his knees, bowed his head, and said, Thank you very much. Wow. It was really cool. Wow. It was really cool to watch. But they had a stand-up comedian, a cowboy music stand-up comedian. You know what his name was? The Duke of Paducah. Oh, no. (laughs) The Duke of Paducah. But all his jokes basically were, were very countrified. But he was funny. He was a nice guy. He was a very nice guy, too. I mean, that's the one thing about working at Capitol. I got to meet all of those guys.
1: So I, I've been meaning to ask you this. So as the as the label exec, what is your actual job at the concert? I mean, you're not tuning guitars. or
0: no, You just stand there and go, hey, how you doing? Really? This is good to see you. Wow. I, it's a support thing. It, it's all it is to, to show that the label is supporting the okay. act. And if there's anything you do need, I'm right here. But they never needed anything. The only guy that ever needed anything is the drummer for April Wine wanted me to get him some Coca-Cola. Yeah, oh, I, wasn't I'm Coca-Cola. surprised it was
1: only one. He's was, was the only and one that
0: ever asked me to, to get drugs for him. The only one. And I, and I, you know, my response to him was, why don't you go fuck yourself? Yeah, <laughs> There, you yeah, are about yeah, that? Yeah, I'd
1: like to get arrested just for you. Yeah, really. For April Wine.
0: Oh, I'll tell you what, though. Those, those guys, too. I mean, the drummer, I don't know. He was just a dimwit. <laughs> but the elite the guys, great guys. Hmm. Red Ryder was on that ticket uh, that night. It just <laughs> my favorite of all time, Doug. I think you'll like this story. My mother said, "Well, now that you work at Capitol Records, you do a lot of uh, uh, a lot of appearances at uh, at shows." I said, well, "I don't do appearances, Mom. I I go in support of the acts." She goes, "Oh well, I would like to go and see a show uh, that that you're supporting." I said, okay, well, we'll get that done. I want to go see Meatloaf. (laughs) And I said, well, Meatloaf's not on Capitol, but he's on the bill one night when I'm going to be there. She goes, well, I just, uh, he's pretty big now, and I'd I'd like to go see him. (laughs) So I took her to the, I think it was either the Orpheum or the State Theater. I can't remember which one. was the State or the Orpheum. I know that, though. Uh, And at that time, Meatloaf was the biggest he'd ever been. He was huge, right? And he had a very beautiful, lovely woman in the band, if mm-hmm. you remember. Yep. And at one point, my yeah, mother... Yeah, she sang
1: the female part of yes. Paradise by the Dashboard the Lights. It was a great Lights. tune.
0: Uh, they were doing that song, as a matter of fact. And my mother was in about the third row. This is my mother now, let's not forget. <laughs> she runs across the stage and gives Meatloaf a big hug and a kiss. And my mother goes, ish. <laughs> like, mom... And I just got to turn the head, just, what? Oh, my, I will never forget how embarrassed I was. Ish. She did the same thing in a movie, uh Dudley Bourne movie, where a guy kissed another guy. And mm. she said ish there, too. <laughs> said, Toots, why not you calm down? It's not like kissing
2: on the stage, apparently.
0: It's like it doesn't like women kissing men or men kissing men. You don't want any kisses, apparently. No kissing.
1: That only leads to another kid.
0: That's exactly it. God, I had a great conversation with Kim Fields this morning on the KQ Morning Show because when I first popped her on, by the tone of her voice, I went, Oh, God, the last interview she did didn't go well. She was a little reserved at the beginning, so I think the last interview she did was not good.
1: I heard the interview. I thought it was was great. She was terrific.
0: She was a terrific guest. But I had never considered that before. (laughs) I have never even thought about it before, um, that you're the father, yes, but the baby for nine months is actually part of mom's body, connected by the umbilical cord, so when they take that baby out, it's like you lost a a bit of yourself, I, I would imagine, psychologically, right? I wouldn't know. But I, I wouldn't I thought either. She gave
1: pretty good answers.
0: Yeah, she did. She was really, really good. No question about. It. She was. Uh, I always liked her though. It's very pleasant. Yeah, that's why when she came on, I went hello. I was like, oh god. But she
1: wound up, up, up going. Well, at least you're man enough to admit it.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> that, right. That was very. That was sad. a pretty
1: long journey between the beginning <laughs> and the end.
0: <laughs> at least you're man enough to admit it. Yeah, she was terrific. You go. Uh,
1: yep, I'm a mama's boy.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, this is really nice to hear. Uh, Marco Rubio says the Chinese consulate in Houston was a massive spy center. When are we going to stop with this, with the giving money to, uh, to China and borrowing money from China? Well, they don't even have as much money as we do. Well, it's probably now they do because we've pissed away every dime in the, on, on impeachments and Russian investigations and now the coronavirus. And it's like, why don't we piss away a little more money? What do you say?
1: You'll get no argument from me. Yes, they are uh, oh, spy masters for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. They are spy masters. That's all they've ever done. Also, well, is Russia. Russia does the same. Everything yeah. Russia's ever done, they stole from someone else.
1: Well, and I, I think that we do that too. In fairness, <laughs> well,
0: I suppose they all do now. You, just to just to say shoulder to shoulder, I right. guess
1: we throw elections and
0: oh yes, I've noticed know.
1: the CIA put the Shah of Iran in power, so it's not like we're.
0: There Angels is that. No, there, Well, how about the FBI and CIA? What a couple of filthy organizations they've <laughs> always been. Yeah. People don't realize that. Our two biggest uh, you know, just uh, legal departments, or excuse me, law departments, uh, are filthy. Oh, yeah. It's like, what?
1: Well, look at the stuff that J. Edgar did. Oh, holy I know.
0: Holy crap. Yeah. But at least he looked good in a dress.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: So that was good. J. Edgar Hoover, what a prick that guy must have been. Oh, <laughs> God. Can you even imagine? How about this guy? Three years ago, this guy wins a ten million dollar lottery, right? I don't know what the hell. Apparently, the ten million. Okay, so he pays. Uh, what are you going to end up with? A little butt six eight, right? Six point eight yeah, million. Probably after tax. Okay, so you could probably get. I would imagine you get a pretty solid five percent on your money if you deposit six point eight million dollars in the bank. Wouldn't you think?
1: I, I well, think if so. you used. Uh, Mike Bilsky's back probably.
0: Bilski, yeah. Mm. So three hundred thirty-five thousand dollars just on interest per year, you could live on three hundred thirty-five grand. I would think. I would hope so. A uh, woman's body was found in a North Carolina hotel room, and then we find out that that this guy killed her. Fifty-two-year-old Michael Todd Hill. They've been charged with murder. Uh, the murder of uh, 23-year-old Keona Graham was found Monday in a hotel room in the Brunswick co- County town. Now, here's the amazing thing. Uh, what town was this in? It was in Brunswick County.
1: Okay, that's where my folks live.
0: In Brunswick County?
1: Yeah, that's... Uh, is it Shallot? Shallot? Yeah, yeah. Shallot. Shallot, yeah. That's where it was. Yeah. yeah, my dad's on Oak Island, which is about 15 miles away from there. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's right on the coast. It's it's kind of halfway between Cape Fear and Myrtle Beach. It's a. Well, is, has town your dad of Navy... ever
0: killed anyone there?
1: No, he usually goes the other up to. He goes, he
0: goes the other way. Kitty to Hawk kill, is where he, to kill my dad people. does all his killing. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. I heard that area is gorgeous. It is beautiful. I've it's heard it's just,
1: just beautiful. Love it. It's on our, our possible spots of places to retire. Actually.
0: Indeed. So here's the sad thing about this. This 23-year-old woman gets killed by 52-year-old Michael Todd Hill. Um, Graham, the woman, worked as a correctional officer at a prison in Burgaw, North Carolina, according to a cousin, Antoinette Lee. And by the way, Antoinette is spelled wrong. Hmm. I'm hoping that was because the newspaper did it.
1: T-W-O-N?
0: T-I-O-N. Oh. Oh, Antione? Uh, Antione, yeah. Maybe it is Antione. Maybe Auntie it owned. is Yeah, There could be Auntie own It. Who own it? Antione. Uh, before that, Graham had a job working with mentally disabled people at a rehabilitation center. So it seems that uh, that young Ms. Graham was a wonderful person who gave and gave and gave and worked for the people and tried to help people in need. And this prick kills her. Okay, she did all of this like it was a second, like a second nature to her. Said uh, Antoinette Lee. Who described, or Antionette Lee, whatever, could be Whichever. her. Name, who described her cousin as a generous, loving, and adventurous woman who enjoyed hiking and bicycle rides. Graham is survived by her mother, Latrinda Graham, and a 10 year old sister, Zoe. It's terrible. I mean, it doesn't say why, we don't know yet why he killed her. Uh, he won a $10 million lottery from Ultimate Million scratch off ticket in August of 2017. So it hasn't even been three years he's had the ten million. Or like I said, about six point eight million after that. Well it all depends. I don't know. How's North Carolina taxes?
1: I don't know. They're I, I don't know.
0: About mid count, probably five yeah, some, percent. Like yeah, something like that. That's what I was thinking. Uh, apparently they already arrested him, so they know he did it and they already arrested him. So a fifty two year old guy. Why's it what's a twenty three year old woman doing with a fifty two year old guy?
2: Great question.
1: So I don't know if you know uh, this, but if you have like six and a half million yeah, dollars yeah, you start. are an attractive you're attracted to a certain population
0: are you saying that some women are whorish
1: i don't know that i would say that <laughs> okay At least well, not with the mics up
0: we'll, we'll take a break and be right back
2: LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential.
0: So Timmy never called in? Timmy? Tim Lammers is on on Thursdays. Oh. He never called? (laughs) No. So in other words, you didn't notice if he called or not?
2: He can't call, remember? Oh, he can't? Our phone is all messed up. I can call him now, though. Well, why don't we get a new phone? it's not the phone it's the line well why don't all they fix the lines lines? are unusable why because they're all on spammer lists oh I suppose yeah. yeah so what are we gonna do about a phone um we can call out we just when we call in we have to use the skype it's oh. ridiculous but that's how it is
1: is the skype the five six one number
2: yep Five, six,
0: one. Yeah, that all works out in the end. It'll yeah, we'll get Timmy Lammers on to schmooze a little bit about Hollywood. What's going on? I got to find something to watch. Anyway, so I got to watch Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, that's fine. What's the name of the Monty Python deal again?
1: I don't remember. Just Google it. It's, it's on
0: Netflix or or Amazon. Let me look that up
1: for you. I can you, find
2: sir. it. No, don't no worry about my feelings. You
1: go ahead with the show, and I'll don't it you worry shortly.
2: about a thing. We got Tim. Timmy
3: Lammers.
0: What's
3: happening, I got breaking movie news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Is it good news or bad Well, it's just kind of bummer news. Nobody died or anything like that. Well, maybe the summer movie season died a little bit more. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music set for a, uh, I believe it was an August 28th release will now instead open on uh, in-select theaters, meaning any theater that will play it, right. and premium video on demand on September 1st. So another God. film that was expected to bring in the box office uh, has, has raised the white flag. And, and now we're basically waiting on Mulan to pull out of its slot mm-hmm. on the, August 24th, because Tenet was taken out the schedule indefinitely.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's just
3: about done. It's just about done. Man, it sucks. Especially for the theater owners. You know, the studios can recoup costs because, obviously, they're putting stuff out on streaming, you know, video or video-on-demand or whatever. But the theaters aren't getting anything out of this.
0: I know. I understand completely. So... Ah, what are you going to, well, I just talked to Michelle Mann on the show this morning, of course, Mann Theaters, her, you know, Ted Mann, her grandfather, and Steve Mann, her dad, and, yeah, they are running some movies once in a while, so I might see if Catherine wants to go to a movie this weekend. Well, you know, one
3: thing that they are doing, and I don't know if you mentioned it, um, they did a retrofit sort of thing, so uh, they made a drive-in, an an outdoor screen.
0: They did. They may put up an outdoor screen, which is a great idea.
3: Oh, perfect idea! And and the, and the theater out my way did the same thing. I well, mean, they, what yeah, are you to right. do? I mean, people obviously they're you have the choice to go in there, but it seems like people don't want to go in. I that's mean, if, true. if they can be outside and you know outside of their cars in a drive-in situation, that's you know recoup what you can and have maybe a stand where they serve popcorn outside or something. I don't know.
0: What do you guys yeah, think? It
3: really sucks. What's
0: uh, what, what's the timeline on the entire world economy collapsing? Because if they don't <laughs> do something soon, the, the whole economy is going to collapse around the world. I mean, what are they going to? When? What's the timeline on that? Anybody?
3: I don't know. I mean, I can only speak to movies, and right now the the, the, the theaters are mm-hmm. on life support. Yeah, they are. You know. Yep. I mean, I I can't speak for man theaters, but I know AMC was. In big trouble. Oh yeah, they well, I, think,
1: were. I think everything is. You know, the encouraging thing is we were talking about this before the show. There is seems to be some good preliminary news about a vaccine being available. Yeah. You know, the early phases are going really well, and it might be available. Uh, you know, late fall, early winter, and I think that's what turns things around. I, you know, what I've noticed is even though restaurants and bars are open in Minnesota. Um, at the diminished capacity they're nowhere near 50 percent. i mean I, we, my son and i went to dinner on yeah. that saturday at a and egan and there was maybe 15 people in the whole place yeah i know so yeah. i think be, you know it, what everybody thought was well once they open up everything will be fine but we have this unemployment problem that has to get solved as well mm-hmm. and it, because even though a lot of people are working they're they're nervous and they stop spending money
0: mm-hmm. yeah that makes total sense i don't know it's I don't know. It just scares the hell out of me. And then we got, like I said, Trump makes an idiotic statement the next day. Joe Biden makes an idiotic statement. It's like, are you guys trying to not win? Are you both trying to not somehow not win the presidency?
3: Who'd want the job? I heard you guys talking about how we have to see? They can make that a pay-per-view event. Put those two guys on stage for a oh debate. Oh my
0: god! Can you imagine <laughs> them debating? That would be rather entertaining, though. That would be. you got to admit, it would be entertaining.
1: You know, when a third-string NFL quarterback makes what four or five million dollars a year, oh, yeah. and the president makes four hundred grand, I who know the hell wants that job.
0: No, <laughs> you're right.
3: Who um, does? Who does? And You know, what's interesting about that is, you know, it, obviously sports are on pause, or it'll be interesting to see how things go with baseball. But you notice these big deals are still signed. Mike Zimmer gets an extension on his contract. I'm noticing uh, deals are still being made in Hollywood. It's like, geez, for for being so hard up, they seem to be banking on future uh, future returns. Yeah, it seems like it. I don't it. know if they should be doing that, making such big commitments right now.
0: I watched the Twins game last night. They uh, played Chicago. They played the Cubs last night. And it's really weird because the crowd noise sounds like highway noise more <laughs> than the crowd. And... Nobody in the stands is really sad looking.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like watching the Twins in the late seventies. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> the Bombo Rivera, era <laughs> that's very, very true. Five guys up they there in four cut Cutouts
3: up there. Yeah.
0: God. Oh yeah. They. Yeah. Put some cutouts up there. And do some damn thing. Because it was. It made, just made me sad.
3: Well, oh, you know, what, this is the way my brain thinks, but. I was thinking, you don't get that much trash talking with baseball, probably. No, not but that much. But can you imagine the football field?
0: Oh, God. And
3: all of a sudden, I think we're going to hear a bunch of MFers coming mm. out of these players because there ain't going to be any crowd noise to cover it up. I will tell or you this. Are the coaches though. screaming on the sidelines?
0: The Dougie Sprinthals <laughs> can hear it. He's here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you want to talk about some je- jeering uh, at players going on. Go to Fenway Park sometime and sit in the outfield. Holy God, yeah. those guys. Jim Rice, one of the biggest, toughest men on the face of the earth. Hell of a player for the Boston Red Sox back in the day. Mm-hmm. Harvey Cancermouth Brown was the guy's name. He has a He's very well known in Boston as just riding these players. And he goes, well, I can't say the word uh, because it was a, it's a it's a derogatory term for a Chinese person, right? So I'll go with lynx. Right. Instead. No, I think say? we all figured it out. Okay, we're going to go with lynx. He goes, hey, hey, Jim, what comes out of a lynx ass? Rice. <laughs> he says this to Jim Rice. It's like, what, mm. the hell? what the hell is wrong with you?
1: When I was a kid, I went God. to a few Bruins games and some Celtics games with my grandfather. He had seasons tickets at the old Boston Garden, and oh, that was God. that was a
0: rough place. Oh yeah, <laughs> you I know. love the parquet floor, though. Yeah, no, it was cool. Love the parquet floor, but you could
1: barely see in the, in the '60s from one side to the other because all the guys are in there smoke oh, and heaters. <laughs>
0: that's true. Oh, cause you remember that oh, yeah. those areas, those are back at Met, uh, the old Mets Center they smoked allowed smoking in there at first. You couldn't see the other side of the goddamn arena yep.
2: by the time the game was half over.
1: Well, I remember baseball players smoking in the dugout. Oh, I do, too.
2: End. I do, too. When I was a kid, they still had non-smoking and smoking sections in most restaurants. Yeah. A lot of good those did. They had no the smoking thing I never got was
3: smoking on the
2: plane. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly All right. All the
1: smoke stop, don't go forward past yeah, row exactly. 26.
0: It's and like I really... always... You You what? I said, it's like, really? Yeah, well, it is. It's like, really. I always, uh, that was back in the days when I was traveling a lot for Capital. I was constantly on an airplane. Always got the seat right in front of no smoking. I mean, right in front of smoking, excuse Mm. me. Got the seat right in front of it, so I was part of the smoking section, whether I wanted to be or not. But what the hell, it all works out in the end. See,
2: smoking on planes was banned. oh, wow, I was still alive. You were? 1990 was 90? Wow. It's only been 30 years? Yeah. Although I tell you... So I might have been on a smoking airline at some point when I was I'm sure you were. Wow. Never would have thought. I would have thought it was, yeah, like the late 70s. Okay. Well, that'll tell you, because in 1991
0: or 92, that makes sense then. The KQ Morning Show on April Fool's Day said... Well, good news for all you smokers out there. They've rescinded the no-smoking ban in restaurants. Light them up. I guess people all over the state were lighting up cigarettes. Everybody said, what the hell are you doing? There's no smoking there. <laughs> oh, That's not it. what I heard on the KQ morning show. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's April Fool, you dope.
2: I guess people were torching them up every Yeah, I don't think that law's coming back. <laughs> oh, we got to take a break here. We'll, we'll be right back. We'll be... Well, Tim, can you stay on for five more minutes?
3: Yes, sure,
2: sure, I can stand until noon. Okay. Tom here for
0: Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, De, 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 so Timmy yes sir I'm oh gonna got Catherine and Alex and I tomorrow night are gonna watch relic which uh, you said is pretty good right uh,
3: it's pretty
0: slow oh is it well then we're not gonna watch it piss on that yeah
3: it's, it's you know you know how about you know? it's a weird thing about these movies they're all you know they're about 90 minutes of. A movie that's 90 minutes long should not be slow. It yeah. should just, just no, go right no, by. God, no. It's interesting enough, I'm trying to think, I might have given it a 6 out of 10. I think that was the week you guys, uh, it was 4th of July week, and I talked with Candace about it, so oh, I didn't review it with you guys.
0: The week that Doug always refers to in the commercials as, Tom's on vacation again. The
3: Tom's on vacation week. <laughs> God. Yes, Relic is the name of that picture. Touchdown. And you know what, nothing's really <laughs> come out. Well, the rental was the one today that I
0: talked about, and that was kind of like. Eh. How about Bielza Booth or whatever it's called? Bielza. I didn't see that it's one. It's not Bielza Bub. It's Bielza Booth or hmm. Buth or something. B U T H.
3: Are uh, you in, so you're in the mood for a scary movies?
0: Yeah. When Alex and I, Andy and Catherine, never liked them, but Alex and I liked them. So she and I, when we get together once in a while, just for old times' sake, watch a scary movie. Yeah. But Relic is not Well, scary. I know you said
3: you purchased the Trejo documentary. That's why I was I did purchase that. Would they be interested yep. in watching that? that's a great movie.
2: So Belzebuth be- is a Spanish-English language film, and it was originally released in Russia. What? That's kind of weird. What's it about? The devil? I think, yeah, I think that's just another spelling of Beelzebub, but I could be wrong. So is it just basically a Russian, uh, the
0: Russian devil, in other words, all of them? Thank you very much. Great to be here. Mm. What do you think?
2: It's about there's a bunch of homicides on the border between Mexico and the United States, and then demons.
0: Well, I got a tip off. Suddenly, for them. demons. The demons would be called the drug cartel. Well, <laughs> there's yes. Your demons, right there. <laughs> you got your demons. I don't know, man. That uh, that whole situation. Did you guys hear about this? You know, Craig calls in the show. He Used to live in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Craig's been calling the show forever. Moved, uh, just decided. I don't know. He just all of a sudden decided he had had it with the, you know, with all of the hubbub up here. Once they started Minneapolis on fire, he said, "I'm leaving.
2: Yep.
0: I've had enough." He moves to McAllen, Texas.
3: Really? Right wow! On the border. I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, he moved to McAllen, Texas, right on the border of Mexico and the United States. A five-bedroom house with a pool cost him two hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Wow! And it's a nice house.
2: It's amazing. It's a beautiful house. Two hundred grand. Oh God, yeah. People oh. really don't know how badly you get gouged if you live anywhere near the city. Oh, God, even yes. like oh, even yeah. within a half an hour of the city, you're yep. paying double. That's true.
3: Well, and Craig didn't really live that close to Minneapolis, did? No, it? he I didn't.
2: didn't. Think he did. He did
0: not.
3: Was Painville or something yeah, around that area. You're Maybe right. I'm wrong.
0: No, you are right. You're absolutely right.
2: He did. Well, if you. Uh, Put it this way, the townhouse I used to live, walking distance from here, that was, uh, what, mid-300,000s? Yep. You know, two bedrooms, two baths. Uh, Now I'm living in a house 10 minutes away, half, not even half that price, uh, three bedrooms, one bath, but with a yard, too. Yeah. And that's just 10 minutes away from the city. Are you going to put another bath in a basement? Yep.
0: I thought you were. I thought you were talking about it. So you'd be three bedrooms, two baths. That house would be worth a lot more than you paid for it. That's the idea. I guess that's the idea. Uh, so, Timmy, I know you only got one more minute. So I want sure. guess the name of the Seattle NHL's newest team, the Seattle what?
3: Well, I'm hope- I am thought Kraken would that, be good. That's but it. Did they
0: go with that one? They went with Kraken. Oh, Seattle Kraken. Isn't that like a sea monster <laughs> or something?
2: Yeah.
3: Yes. The, they, I don't know if it was a fan logo or something, but the logo I saw last night, uh, good. because people were speculating, <coughs> oh, it was kind of cool. It
2: oh. uh,
3: had tentacles, and it, was, you know, it looked like a slimy sea monster. So yeah, they got, got a lot cool. of
2: tentacles. Um, oh, the it, S made out of tentacles?
0: Yeah, I think so. Ah. Here, how about this? The Seattle Sockeyes. That's horrible. The Seattle that been Greens. Mm. The Seattle Metropolitans. That's lame. Yeah. They the said that
3: they had some historical deal connected the, to that
1: one. the man buns? That would have been a good <laughs> name. I like it.
3: The man buns. <laughs> the yeah, the Seattle, Seattle man buns.
2: I would have gone with the Seattle Ice Hawks. There you go. Works for me. How about the C- Seattle
0: right?
3: Chaz or the Seattle Chop?
0: Yeah, Chaz or Chaz. I, I like it, the Seattle Chaz. That's our new team. All right, Timmy, i got to get you out of here on time.
3: All right, well, if you choose to uh, watch Relic, it's I warned you.
0: Oh, it's that bad. So it's not scary at all?
3: Well, it's got atmosphere, it's creepy, oh, but I, was... I just expected so much more out of it. I, don't I
0: understand. Know. It was
3: slow. Again, it was slow. For a 90-minute movie, shouldn't be slow.
0: It, it was, was plenty slow. So we'll,
3: we'll talk about it next week, whatever you see. All right, Timmy, thank you. Have a great weekend, guys. You too.
1: Bye. I'm not a big horror film guy, but I did finally watch Get Out a couple of weeks ago. That was pretty good. Ish. You didn't like it?
0: That guy makes the worst movie. Did you see Us? No. It was my, maybe the worst movie I've ever it seen. Really? It made, it's a fa- black family, and this other black family looks just like them, shows up, and they just let him in. It's like what? Mm. It is odd. What are you doing? And then all of a sudden, people get start getting killed. This, yeah, I mean, it's like.
2: Well, he after he got successful with Get Out, he kind of went off the deep end. Oh, his stuff is terrible. He's, he's gone completely nuts. It's
1: like the music business. They say you have ten years to write your first record, and you have ten months to write the second yeah. one. That's, <laughs> that's, <why laughs> that's about right. Yeah, that's basically that what don't happens. Don't make yeah. it past the first one.
2: Yeah, he's gone completely insane. Is he? Re- power. Is he really? Oh, yeah, he's the power's
0: gone right to his head. There's no doubt about that. I just wish that it could happen, you know, like the success like that to a black man. Oh, that's right, he is black. Apparently, America's really, really good about with black success. Have you noticed
1: that? No. (laughs) What do you mean, no? No, there's a lot of successful black. There
0: are indeed, but most of them are in America because we're cool. That's true.
1: Well, you know, uh, uh, abnormal percentage are entertainers, whether they're athletes or... No, that's true. You know, movie stars or whatever. Um, Then there's William
0: Humphreys. He's not entertaining at all. Thank you very much. (laughs) Great to be here. But, Mm. you know, you
1: bring this up with a lot of your black guests on on the podcast on the morning show Uh-oh. that are business people that are, you know, college professors and right. that are, and, and I, I do think that you're right that we do need to shine more of a spotlight on those people. God, hey, you yes. know, everybody's gonna love Janet Jackson and of course. whoever it is, but it's just the people that are actually Not superstars, the upper one percent of the one percent, they're more like us, they just are black rather than they're not. That those those are the people that need a little more recognition, I
0: think. I think once there's no money to be made by the you know upper crust honkies out there in the (laughs) suburbs, they're going to realize this is not the only reason blacks were singled out after you know, obviously, the slave thing was Mm -hmm. horrible, that was that involved. At least seven to a dozen countries, that, which they never bring that up right. either. It was just Africa and the United States. No, 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 I no. I know no, the no. vast
2: majority went to South America. Yeah, they did. The va- 90%. Yeah.
0: 90% went to South America. But sooner or later, you're going to realize in, in, in modern times, the only reason that black people would be singled out is because people think they can identify them as poor people. They're black. They must yeah. be poor. Americans do not like poor people. That's just the fact. I don't care whether you're white or Spanish or black or whatever. If you're poor, they don't want you around. Oh God, I yeah.
2: hear how they talk about Southerners.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's that whole deal. It's just so when everything settles down, hopefully we can go. You know what? This is the poor thing: black, white, Spanish, you know, whomever. Let's take care of it, All right? Except for the Inuits. I don't want to take care of them. Forget it. You're out.
1: Not, not to kiss his ass, but he's not here anyway, but Paul Walzer, has, we talk politics all the time right. in society. He says the biggest problem this country faces is income inequality. That's, I think you might be right. He's there's a lot of business right. people that say that too. It's,
0: but it's black, white, Spanish again. Right. It, income inequality has all groups, and the largest group of income inequality is actually white people. Yes, yeah. it, yeah. it is, by far, as a matter of fact. And it's not to downplay the, the troubles that blacks have had. That's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is let's try to help everybody here. And to lump poor white people in with the rest of the white people is a really, really wrong thing to do.
1: Yeah,
2: I agree. It
0: just sucks. I wish really wouldn't do that. But there's too much money to be made. Yeah. Once again, a lot of people
2: making money off of doing that. White people aren't even by uh, per capita the richest people in the country
1: really i don't know that.
2: jews and asians both make more money than whites yes they do but you never hear about that no it's just this whole depends on
1: what what part of the internet you read that's true there are some sections there are some people out there that aren't big fans of the jews i don't know if you know that
2: you don't hear a whole lot about asians though like positive or negative no that's no one talks about them unless they're chinese in which case everyone hates china but
0: we got to take a break. We'll be back with Hour 2 and Car Selling Secrets. And the guest today is Andy. All I do is give, give, give. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you? You really should go on medication. You really should. I should. You absolutely should. We'll be back with Hour 2 in just a couple of minutes.